Hey peeps, this is Fernie, your resident psychic medium and spiritual teacher, and you're listening to Fernie Unfiltered, where we dive into topics that enlighten, inform, and entertain the soul. On today's episode, we are discussing how everyone is channeling something um, one way or another. So stick around because you won't want to miss the topic of our podcast today. So everyone is channeling something, right? Everyone is always channeling something. Um, For those of you who don't know what channeling is, um, it's basically you channeling or um, allowing yourself to be used as a vessel for knowledge, information, emotion, energy. And we all are channelers, period. I, doing this work, doing the work that I've done for for as long as I have, I, for me, it's easier to align with the energy of channeling higher spirit or individuals who have passed away. Um, it's easier for me to channel uh, information from the ethers or from that spiritual, higher spiritual plane. Uh, that's my form of channeling. But everybody is a channel in some way or another. You have artists who channel, um, insp- they, they get their inspiration from somewhere, right? And you get people who are inventors and they get their inspiration from somewhere. I believe that we all are channels and that we are like computers and every computer is designed to perform a function. Um, I'm, I'm designed to perform the function of channeling spiritual information, energy, um, higher awareness, etc. Some people are designed to function as a channel for um, technological information or for data that helps people to build or to design new um, devices, new technologies, etc. Some people who are artists, they are designed to channel um, ex- uh, ex- forms of expression through their art. So they, they have abstract ideas that come through. Sometimes they have a certain uh, vibe or certain sense of, of what it is that they're trying to create. So pe- people are, everybody is a channel, but most people are not in tune or, or tapped into that ability. And I, I really want to address that in this podcast episode, because um, really aligning with that energy, aligning with that source, let's call it source. Everybody is plugged into source. You can call source god you can call it um the higher self you can call it your soul but uh, let's just call it source um source is that 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 um where everything comes from where everything goes back to so when i plug into source i'm channeling spirit i'm channeling higher knowledge um and everybody can plug into source but not everybody knows how to and not not everybody knows that they can and are able to plug into source that way and channel higher knowledge um Here's an example of how this works for me, right? So let's say I'm sitting down with a client and they want to connect to their loved one who's departed, who's passed away. My job is to get myself out of the way. And what I mean by that is essentially my personality, Fernie, my own fears, my own anxieties, my own worries, my own whatever, kind of make peace with it not being the dominant focus, the dominant thing that we are trying to, um, trying to, to plug into. It's not about me. It's about the spirit that's going to come through. So I, I 
basically make peace with myself by giving my giving myself the, the person there's just different there's different angles of me there's different aspects of you right it's like a layered onion but i give myself permission to forget about myself for a moment and i allow myself to kind of ha- hand myself over to the spirit and i let them use my body my mind my emotions my memories and so they have access to all those things and they can use it to communicate their messages to those here in physical form so in the moment that i'm plugging into the source and i'm plugging into them i'm stepping aside in essence still aware i'm still present but i'm stepping aside and they're stepping in and beginning to um, affect or engage my own physical systems and that's usually how spirit communication works for me at least but i you know i've uh, studied mediumship for a long time and i've seen it happen with other people as well where they're just literally stepping aside and letting somebody else use them in some way or another another and there are different types of mediums there's like uh evidential medium there's trans mediumship there's all these different versions of mediums but i think it ha- really comes down to the level of how much permission you're hand you're giving over or how much you're allowing to come through to you some people might struggle a little bit with this because they like to be in control they like to kind of dominate um, and want to to not feel like they're being um, controlled or ruled by somebody else. Um, I am actually I, I had the same issue. I had the same struggle where I was a control freak and it was hard for me to let go because I was always afraid of what was going to happen. I was afraid of who was going to embody my energy or my spirit. So it was it was a bit of a process for me per se. Um, so some people who are like artists, they give themselves over to the process of the creative process. Prince was someone who was well known for this. He used to, even though he had some really incredible music, he was also a very well, well known writer. I mean, a lot of the songs that we know about that became popular, especially in the nineties and two thousands, et cetera, um, he wrote. So it, he gave himself over to that process and he would channel, um, music, he would channel information. And I believe that all all channeled knowledge, all channel information comes from source. You're plugging into that source material for everything and you're pulling out what you're designed to make sense of, what your computer, what yourself, your person is designed to to make sense of. Um, there's a, same thing with Lady Gaga. I saw um, the documentary about Lady Gaga a few, uh, I think it was last year sometime. And um, she goes through these really rough periods where, you know, one day she'll be very engaging with people. She's very social. The next day she's really struggling internally or mentally. Um, She'll be smoking or vaping THC, trying to kind of um, alter her her state of mind. But it it gets her. she, She talks about how she has to go to a dark place to have new inspiration for music, because in order for her to really connect with the music, she has to allow herself to to go to a place energetically that doesn't necessarily resonate with her resting state of being. I totally get that um, because I do the same thing when I'm channeling spirit. Sometimes the spirit's personality was nothing like my own personality. Sometimes they're extremely difficult to deal with. Sometimes they have more of an aggressive demeanor or sometimes they um, are more um, um, 
expressive in a way that I'm not. So sometimes I have to allow myself to go to darker places just to share the vibe or the um, personality of the spirit. And it's never my intention to hurt anybody here with that information, but I want to do that person justice. I want to give them the, tr the true opportunity to embody me and that way they can use me and express themselves through me. Um, and that has required me making peace and kind of coming to terms with control and how I just have to give up control and trust that um, that I am safe and that I'm okay. And it's, it's a faith thing for me. So my first real experience, I think having um, a channeling, a, a, a really like intense channeling experience, and we're going to talk more about like what you can do to kind of tap in and tune into your own source, because everybody has something they can tap into. Everybody's designed to channel something. And I believe that, you know, most of us will have experiences um, where we're channeling and we don't even realize that we're channeling because it happens in just random moments throughout the day or it happens in random moments in someone's life and they don't realize that they're like plugging in and really revealing or expressing what is it that they are are, are tuning into um I, I actually think that pre um precognition which is when you know something i mean you just know you don't know how do you how you know but you know there's there's like a more intense form of it where and i've experienced this in my own development and also in my own psychic life where I just am going about my day doing whatever and then somehow it's almost like I'm taking over for a moment and I express something whether it's something that's coming up something's going to happen some form of energy I just express something um, so it's not like I even am aware that I'm doing it I just plug in and all of a sudden I'm expressing and I, I'm sure you all have had some experience where you're spending time with family or friends or you're around other people and you just like express something or you share something without even thinking about it first. It just kind of blurts out. You get like my diary of the mouth in essence, and then it just comes out and then it turns out to be something that's true or something that is, um, that is, that, that others are aware of or something that comes to pass. Um, so we're all channeling something, but my first real experience kind of being taken over and I would call it that it's not even taken over because I gave permission for this to happen. Um, but it was, it was a pretty intense experience for me. It was kind of scary because I didn't realize what was happening in the moment, but I remember, and this was back when I was in high school. Um, it was towards the end of my like, uh, high school year. So I think this was either when I was a, a junior or a senior. Um, and I was doing a lot of meditating. I was really trying to like tap in and tune in and connect with the source with the universal mind with god and i really wanted a, to answer a lot of things because i had so many questions during that period of my life and i didn't know how to answer those questions so um i actually i'll tell you i'll tell you about it when we come back so we'll be back in just a moment So back to my story, um, I was meditating quite a bit and I was trying to tap in and tune into source energy. So I would go to school, come home, and then any free time I had, I was just like sitting in this lounge chair and I was just meditating and I was just being present in the moment, focusing on my breath, focusing on just zoning into that space between all thoughts that space between all emotions and the space be the space that's quiet that isn't your chatterbox mind your mind is always thinking about stuff it's thinking about problems and issues um, I was focused on the space between that so 
I spent a lot of time meditating. And on one particular night, I had spent, I think it was four hours that day meditating straight, like four hours straight. So I had been meditating for four hours. I know that's a long time, um, but but I was very much like in it. And when you get into that place mentally, um, when you're meditating, it's just, it's nice. It, you don't really, you're not worried about anything. You're not thinking about your problems, your issues. You're not thinking about um, like what's wrong in the world. You're not thinking about anything. You're just present. You're just there, but you don't even feel connected to your own physical body. Like you almost feel like you're in the middle of somewhere. And I had meditated for four hours. I came out of meditation. It was time to go to bed because I had to wake up the next day to go to school. And I remember saying a prayer. I prayed right before I went to bed and I said, God, you know, I'm really working hard to connect and to understand and to be a vessel of sorts. You know, can you show me what my true capabilities are? Can you show me what what's the highest level I can reach? Can you give me a glimpse or an idea of what I'm capable of? Um, because I want to know. I want to know. And I was really insistent. I was very just from the heart. I was praying from the heart. I was I wasn't going through like a traditional Catholic prayer where you're you know saying your Hail Marys and your um your Our Fathers. This is more of a speaking from the heart. So I asked God, show me what I can do. Show me what I can do because I want to know what I'm working towards. And I went to sleep. And back then I lived in this one bedroom apartment with my mom. And she slept in the bedroom. I slept in the living room on a mattress on the on the floor. Um, of course, we had a, like a TV and a VCR in the um, in the living room, and uh, so I just went to sleep. I you know got got in bed and started going to sleep. And as I remember having several different dreams that night, um, one dream which I didn't understand at the time was about belts and how I was wearing a belt and then I was tightening it and then I was loosening it up. So I didn't even know the significance of that dream. I do know I do now, but in context to the rest of the dream, which it'll make sense um, once once we talk about it. But um, I didn't know what that was about. But so my dreams were just like. They were in sequence. I had one dream and then it jumped over to another situation dream and then another situation. So I was having multiple dreams in one night. Well, <clears throat> it got to one point where I was having that that particular dream about wearing belts and loosening up the belt and tightening it. Um, and I think I was loosening up the belt in the dream. And then all of a sudden, and when I was asleep, I was sleeping on my stomach. So I was kind of like with my, my hands in front of me, I was staring directly or facing the direction of the TV right in front, right, right there in front. It wasn't a big room, but I was facing the TV and I was sleeping on my stomach. I immediately felt this crazy and it was so intense. It, it felt like someone had taken a bucket of ice cold water and they had dumped it across my entire backside. And it was such a shock, you know, like if you jump into a really cold pool or you get in the shower and it's really cold water, it just kind of shocks you. That's what it felt like. It felt like a shock to my system. And I was just like immediately reacted because it was so cold and so intense. But I, it, once I felt the sensations, I just took a huge deep breath and I was like, <gasps> and I like, as I took a deep breath, I opened my eyes and I woke up um, because it was such, such a, such an intense feeling. And as I woke up, I be, I, my arms, like they were right in front of me, I like pushed myself upwards. And I was kind of doing the position that you, you see in yoga where you're doing like an upward facing dog. So I was kind of like stretching upwards with my arms or my hands down. And I was looking up and I was like completely um, just 
completely caught off guard by the sensations and I reacted this way and I took a deep breath. And when my eyes opened, I saw the television in front of me. I also saw the VCR in front of me. And as soon as I saw that, then it, it almost felt like there was a flash in front of my eyes and my eyes were no longer looking at the television or the VCR. And I was no longer in the room that I was sleeping in. I was in another room, another place, another house. And it, it almost reminded me, it, it reminded me of the layout of my aunt Melba's house because I used to spend quite a, quite a bit of time going over to her house. So it kind of reminded me of the layout of her house. But I also have, a, I had a house um, in Houston that had a very similar layout as well. So it, it, it either it either could go, could go. But um, it reminded me of the layout. And so I was there in kind of in the middle of a walkway. I was on the floor and I was, I was like, kind of, uh, I was in the opposite position. So I was like, you know, kind of um, on my backside, but um, my, my, I was kind of angled up because it felt like something was holding me up from underneath my arms, my under underarms, like my armpits. So some, there was like hands or something underneath there and it was holding me up. So I wasn't necessarily completely flat up against the ground or the floor. It was wood floor. I was kind of like just being like in that position, I was facing forward towards my feet. Um, and I, something was holding me underneath my arms and I was dressed in like a plaid shirt um, which is funny cause I'd never, I, I didn't wear plaid at the time, but I was wearing this plaid shirt. It almost looked red. And I also had these like jeans or these, um, these blue jeans or, uh, like jeans on, which at the time that I was dreaming about this, this is not the way I dress. I didn't ever wore jeans like, like that. And it kind of had a country or a more Midwestern look as far as the attire or the outfit. Um, but it wasn't me. I, I didn't feel like it was me. It felt like it was another person or like I was in someone else's body. That's what it felt like. But it wasn't what I would wear at the time. And uh, I was being held by something behind my underneath my underarms and I was being pulled backwards. And my head was facing forward looking at my body and my eyes I, were open but I couldn't really control like my body. I had no mobility or function of my body. So as soon as I realized that I was in this space and this was happening, I began to panic because I didn't know what was going on. This had all happened so fast and I didn't really know how to react. It's not like you're prepared to react a certain way. So I was kind of just caught off guard and in complete shock and I was being dragged backwards and I freaked out because I thought, oh my God, am I in somebody else's body? Am I going to be killed? Is something going to happen to me because I'm being dragged backwards? And uh, I couldn't see who was behind me or who was dragging me. I could only see the direction that my head or my, 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 my eyes were facing. So it freaked me out and I panicked and I immediately started to sh try to shake my body or get control of my body or even blink my eyes and I couldn't do it. Because, and I was trying really hard because I, I was trying to get control and I was trying to avoid having an experience that I wasn't going to be able to control. In other words, being paralyzed and not um, being able to stop something or someone from hurting me. So I started freaking out and I started panicking. 
And I tried to shake my head and nothing happened. And then I tried to shake my head again and nothing happened. And I, I was like, oh my God, I'm dreaming. I got I to gotta snap out of this. I got to snap out of this. And uh, so then on my third try, I actually spoke to God and I said, oh my God, God, like I, this is, no, I'm not ready for this. This is too much. I can't handle this right now. I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. And when I said, please like snap me out of it, snap me out of it. And I'm thinking this in my mind. It's not like I'm saying this because I have no control over the vocal um, of the body, but uh, I, I tried to shake my head a third time. And once I was thinking that, and then I shook my head a third time at that moment, my eyes flashed again and I was back in my body and I was back in the living room on the mattress on the floor and my eyes flashed and I was looking at the VCR and the TV right in front of me. And my arms were still, you know, in front of me. And I was in that position, that like upward facing dog position. And so all that happened. And as soon as I snapped back or flashed back into my body, like immediately I was like, what the hell just happened? And as I'm trying to grasp the situation, as I'm trying to like figure out what's, what just happened again, um, that sensation of like cold ice water that had slammed across my entire back, it almost went in reverse. So it, it almost like reversed itself or backed up or went back out of my body. Um, and then all I felt in my body was just like surge of energy, like a bunch of like, it's almost like when your leg falls asleep or your hand falls asleep, you feel those little tingles, like there's electrical like circuits or electrical uh, sensations through your body. It felt like that, except no pain. There was no discomfort or no pain. It was just like surge of energy. And I was completely just caught off guard. And I was like, oh my God. Um, and I, and I took another deep breath and I was like, <gasps> and, and it, I took a deep breath when it happened, when it started. And then I took this other deep breath when it did it, you know, in reverse. And I felt the opposite. And then I was back in my body. I was back in the mattress. I was back in the room and everything was back to normal. Um, and as I like late, like, as I was there in that position for a few moments, trying to figure out what just happened, trying to gauge like the, 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 the magnitude of what experience this was, um, then I, I started to get comfortable again. But that that sensation of feeling all that electrical current in my body was intense, and it was nothing I'd ever felt before. Um, so I was freaked out. I was completely in shock. I was so scared because I was like, "What the hell did I just do? Like, what happened to me?" And uh, it was I knew it was my fault because I asked God to show me the capacity or the what I was capable of. And then when I had that experience, it was pretty obvious, right? Um, I didn't know what this was at the time. Um, I, 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 I never, uh, I never realized it in the moment what was going on, uh, but I was freaked out. I was scared. And so I turned on the lights, <laughs> I laid in my bed on the bed and I was just kind of there, um, trying to take deep breaths and trying to get back to a state of normalcy. Um, and I slept with the, the lights on for the rest of the night. And I, it took me a while to get back to sleep because I was so scared that this was going to happen again. Um, so that was the most intense, extreme experience I had ever had in regards to channeling in regards to being occupied or taking in energy that was not mine. That was not me in as Bernie, as Fernando. So I'm going to tell you what I think was going on and I'm going to tell you what I feel and what I'm, what I'm becoming aware of, um, what I think was going on. And I'll tell you about that in just a moment. So, uh, I did have this amazing experience and I, 
was inhabited by an energy that was much more powerful than myself. Um, it didn't feel evil. It didn't feel bad. I, the, the only negative, the, the negative feelings that I had weren't even about the energy or about the experience itself. It was about like what was happening and being caught off guard and being in shock and not having control of my body. Those were my fears. That's where the negativity, the negative feelings were coming from. So it wasn't necessarily like the energy surge in my body. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like about what was going, like what had taken me over. I didn't feel any fear around that at all. It was more about just the experience of it. Just like what, what was happening. I was taking, you know, I was taken over and I had no control and that was where my fears were coming from. Um, I believe that, um, that was pretty and a pretty, pretty early experience that the universe source God was giving me, showing me what I would be doing down the road, which is channeling. Um, and, and I'm, I'm already a channeler. I mean, I've been channeling for years, but, um, channeling something more than just spirit channeling something that's just on a completely different level on a completely different spectrum than what I currently channel regularly for my clients. Um, I believe that God or the universe was showing me a glimpse of how this process would be for me and how, at some point in my development, I'm going to reach a period where I am going to give up complete control of my faculties and something will inhabit me and speak and and, and, and communicate through me, but um, it won't be me. It will be me being used and me giving myself permission to be used in this way. So I believe that that's what was going on. The universe was just trying to give me, hey, heads up, this is where you're going to be at down the road. So you might want to make peace with the idea of giving up control. You might want to make peace with this type of a shift in your consciousness and your and your uh, your awareness because it's going to feel intense and it's not going to be something that's going to be easy um, being the kind of person that I was. So I've, I believe this is what this was. The universe was trying to give me a hey heads up you're going to be channeling in this form in this way and it's going to be intense and you're not going to be fully present for it so just be prepared because it's going to be a lot and you're not gonna it's not gonna be an easy transition for you so that's what I think it was but I think we all channel information every day like I think most of us don't even realize that you might be making dinner and then you just have this random thought that pops in your head a random feeling or sense of something and you blurt it out or you share it um, you might be going driving down the street and you feel this sudden urge to just pull right instead of going left which is where you normally go so you just automatically you, you you act automatically you don't think about it you just you just follow follow your your um your desire follow and that it's not even a desire because it, it it's almost like a download you just literally get instructed to do something different and then you do it um i believe that's what what people do they channel all the time um and for you if you're wanting to connect more because you can you can benefit from this you know being connected to you know, more to source can help you in your life. It can help you with your passion. It can help you with your career. Um, there are people who are amazing um, doctors and they channel higher knowledge and and communication from other doctors who maybe have lived a life and they're sharing their expertise or their understanding about something that the, the, the physician here in the physical world is going through. So um, those moments of inspiration or those moments of skill that you, that you embody that you may not always have, those are moments of channeling when you're writing something down on a piece of paper and it just feels so disconnected and different from what you normally write or how you normally write. That's channeling. That's you sharing and connecting to 
is something beyond yourself and sharing it in a way that is not uh, your norm. Um, and it comes down to capacity. You know, everybody has a theme that they can channel. There's artists, they can channel music, they can channel, you know, um, arts, depends, depends on the media, films, documentaries, movies, um, um, care for other people, um, writing, etc. That's all. Those are all forms of channeling, and it's not always going to come from you. It comes from something beyond. You're just tapping in and you're tuning in. So there are a few ways that I would recommend that you can do this um, if you really want to have your own more intense, more um, connected forms of channeling. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to have the experience that I had. Not everybody's going to have that because that's very unique and specific to me. Um, everybody's experience will be different. And the amount of channeling you do is based on how much control you're giving up, how much you're allowing something else to embody you. Um, now, I will say that you will want to be very specific and careful with what you're allowing in to your body, what you're allowing into your mind and to your heart, because you have a lot of younger people who are just wanting to have a supernatural experience and they are connecting themselves to lower vibrational energy, um, which we would recognize as like demonic energy or, 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 um, evil energy. I don't really like to call it that because it's just lower vibrational energy. We all possess that. We all can tap into that, but it's lower vibrational energy. So some of these younger folks or some of these people who are desperate to have an experience, they are opening the door and they're making themselves very available to lower level energy. And then they start to have lower level energy experiences where they are embodying and taking in energy that has, that has, that isn't in their best interest. That isn't in, in their favor. This is where you start to get into the realm of like where people are possessed and everything like that. And people are always afraid because they feel that possession or that you're like possessed by a demon that you were forced to, like, it's not something that you, you chose. That's not true. Every Everything within your person, everything that you experience on that level is a choice. So some of these people who are having these crazy supernatural experiences on some level, they chose to allow this to happen because you can't be you, your body, your, your systems is unique and is designed for you, for your spirit. And your spirit's going to use it however it needs to. But if your spirit, if you're giving permission for something else to use it as well, then you have to be very careful with what you're giving permission to. I always try to come from a place of love, light, and higher vibrational energy. Even though sometimes when I am channeling a spirit, the personality is a little darker or they had some issues going on, but that doesn't mean that it's evil or that they're, you know, evil, evil energies. It just means that they were human and they made mistakes and they have a lot of regrets or they want to talk about this or that, or they just um, were personalities that like, you know, that operated in a very unique way, but it's not like they're evil. They're so I, I'm very intentional that whatever I do, whatever I'm channeling, whatever I'm, I'm bringing through should have some sort of healing effect for myself, for the people involved, for the world. So my intention is to connect with anything that will help everybody else, not just something that's going to validate that I can do something special or I can do this magical thing or whatever. So if you're going to channel something, make sure you're intentional and in what you're wanting to channel. If you want to ch channel higher like art forms, do that. Um, if you want to channel like written word or knowledge, do that. If you want to channel um, um, healing energy and be a better healer, then do that. You can do it, but you have to be intentional in it. And also when you're going to channel, you, you're going to have to give up control to some extent. So you got to, you got to be clear on how much control you're going to give up or how, how willing you are to be a participant and to be used for the purposes of channeling knowledge and information. 
So some of the signs that that um, that you are going to be channeling or some of the ways that you can channel is by first realizing that you're going to have altered states of awareness. Um, this sometimes is intentional and sometimes it's it's unintentional. For me, um, you, that shift in med- from meditation, I mean, that was a huge a huge catalyst for me um, going into that mode because as I lined up with an altered state of awareness, I gave myself permission to experience myself in a different way, to experience life, to see and experience things through a very different perspective. So that allowed me to shift my perspective, to shift my awareness. Sometimes I'll be sitting down and watching TV. And this used to happen a lot more back in those days. It doesn't happen as much now, but back in those days, um, I would be watching TV and I felt like I was moving sideways. Like I literally was, I was stationary. I was still just sitting there watching TV, but I would get so fixated on what was on the TV that I started to feel like my spirit was stepping out of my body and was sliding sideways. And it was just the weirdest sensation because it feels like you're, you're literally sliding sideways and you're sliding out of your body. Um, but that's one, um, one, um, that's uh, one indicator that you might be uh, lining up with higher energy or that you might be um, stepping into a mode where you're going to be more open, receptive, and possibly even channeling. So that's one indicator. Um, some people, they try to initiate channeling through the use of drugs or or altering, or substances that can alter their perceptions. You got to be really careful about that and be real selective because, um, yes, it does. It can have an effect on you and you can reach um, a better state of channeling by utilizing certain types of um, psychoactive ingredients. Some people just by smoking pot or using THC, they they are able to use that to shift their perspective enough. Some people are just addicted to it. That's a different story than using it for the purpose of spiritual uh, evolution. You've got people who go to Peru or go to South America. There's people in the US that do it as well, but they, they use ayahuasca because it helps them to step into that altered state and start to see and feel and experience things from a very different perspective. Um, and you begin to, you know, you don't have full control of your faculties. So you're having an experience mentally, but then you're also being, uh, you're also being inhabited. Or you're also allowing yourself to be used in a certain way as well. So there's a permission there that's given, but ayahuasca is another way that people do that as well. Um, there are other, you know, people use mushrooms sometimes cause mushrooms help. Um, it just depends on the individual. So if you're going to use drugs, you want to be careful because some people, I, th- I think that's one of the reasons why I'm not as big on using drugs drugs for myself. I mean, I've done, you know, I've done THC, I've done, um, CBD oil, I've done, uh, meditation, but I, I, I try to steer away from like the heavier, more intense things because I don't, I I'm always fearful that I'm going to initiate or I'm going to force my mind into like a form of psychosis where I'm not I'm not able to get control of my mind um, or I will begin to have schizophrenic episodes like my mom because my mom is a schizophrenic. So I'm always worried that I'm going to push my brain beyond its ability to to keep up with what I'm doing to shift my consciousness. So I try to stay and limit myself to kind of the easier, more known um, things that I can control the dosage and all that stuff. So I, 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 I will steer away from the, the heavier hardcore. So I just, that's not stuff I really want to, um, take a risk in taking and then be, becoming crazy over. Cause I'm just not going to do that. But meditation is definitely a way to do it. So, and, and you don't even have to meditate for four hours. Like I was meditating. It's, it's, it takes time. I mean, I would say if you're going to meditate for hours, 
hours and hours each day, you're probably going to have more experiences. That's what the you know Buddhist monks and in, in um, Tibet where they spend uh, days in meditation and they are able to have all of, they are able to initiate a lot of spiritual experiences because they meditate for so long and they're altering their consciousness. Um, you're not going to meditate for days at a time. You probably won't even meditate for an hour, but I would recommend five or 10 minutes a day where you go into it with some very clear intentions that you want to open up to more of what you are capable of receiving, but in, in a way that is helpful for yourself or for the people in your life or people in the world. Um, so just by sitting, focusing on your breath and then just paying attention to the sounds around you, that in itself is, is a way to shift your consciousness. And you, you have to do it enough to have more um, experiences because it's accumulative it takes time to, to train your mind and to train your 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 mental awareness to this other state but um you can do it just through that um writing is another way that you can line up with it. Um, sometimes when I'm channeling Asha and I am having a conversation and I'm writing from Fernie's perspective, something switches and then all of a sudden I'm channeling Asha and I'm communicating in that style, which is very different from my own like conversational self. When I talk, when I'm discussing something or I'm giving, there's a lot of me in it. There's a lot of Fernie ego that's in it. Um, and I, that's, I'm fine with that because it gives me a very clear understanding of what is me and then what is coming from a higher place. Um, and I can see the difference in the way that it's being written and the way that it's being expressed verbally when I've done it a few times verbally. So for me, that's the clear difference there. But writing does help as well. So if like you ask a question from your current state of mind. And I would do this after like a 10 or 15 minute meditation, um, uh, period, but you ask a question and then you write the response back in, in just a way that you feel like you need to respond back. And it might sound, it might feel like you're talking to yourself at first, but you're not, you're, you, you might be, but, uh, as you get more used to it and as you get more comfortable with the process, you're going to give yourself more permission and you'll start to notice that there's a shift that starts to happen at some point and you'll start tapping into something that's much deeper or higher than yourself. Um, you can also, um, you can also use um, physical activity. Sometimes people use yoga. Sometimes people use jogging or running. It just depends on the physical activity you use. Um, but it, it, physical activity can help you to um, essentially like get get the thinking mind, the chatterbox in your head, get it from um, being so vocal, get it from being so uh, communicative. So you can use it um, in that way by time. If you tire the body, the mind just kind of wants to surrender. Um, and when, when I used to meditate, I used to actually jog or go and do something physical first. And then I would meditate because it was so much easier to step into a more relaxed state because your body is tired. So you're not going to really be paying as much attention to your body. Your body just wants to rest. And because your body wants to rest, it's easier to relax it. So the mind has no choice but to kind of go there with it as well. Same thing. Um, so I would recommend that as well. That's another way that you can kind of like step into that and start to, uh, connect with that form of, um, altered state or altered awareness, but it takes practice. It takes time. It's not something that's going to happen like overnight. Um, some people might have an overnight experience. Um, but many times it takes practice and it takes real intention to line up with channeling energy and to start to channel whatever it is you're going to channel.
So thanks everybody for energetically tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, then like, share, and review my show on your podcast listening platform. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and check out my website at fernandomarone.com. That's F-E-R-N-A-N-D-O-M-A-R-R-O-N.com for additional content, updates, articles, and more. Until next time, kiddos, and be sure to have yourselves a namaste. Namaste.